welcome back to Murder Under the Midnight Sun. I've got a nice, light-hearted end of 2019 wrap-up episode for you tonight. But have no fear because I'm also working on a case episode which will be out in the next couple of days. So sometime between now and the end of the year, basically. As you may know, I've spent the last couple of weeks moving out of state. But I'm going to continue to do this show for the time being. And in the meantime, I'm now living in the warm, wonderful, lovely desert. And on the plus side for you, I feel great, which means I'm a lot more functional. So hopefully I will be doing more regular episodes, at least more than two a month. For those of you longtime listeners, you know that I like to wrap up every year mentioning my favorite pop culture items for the year, including podcasts, movies, TV shows, books, etc., It's fun for me to do, and I also just like to give you guys some recommendations you might be interested in. As usual, this episode is brought to you by my drop-dead, handsome, and beautiful patrons, who are also so generous. And if you're a patron, you will probably have received or will soon be receiving some Christmas-slash-New Year's goodies in the mail from me, and I'll be doing the same thing for Valentine's Day. So if you want to get in on that, sign up at patreon.com slash Midnight Sun Murder. And there's also a couple of bonus episodes, and I'm going to send you a bunch of stickers because I'm 12 years old. So without further ado, let's get into my best of 2019 episode. I wanted to get this out to you before January gets away from me because, well, time has a way of doing that for me. But I'm really glad that I waited because two of the movies that ended up being my favorites for the year I just watched in the last two days. So that worked out well. But first we're going to start with podcasts. So this list will contain some long-standing favorites as well as some that were new to me this year. First off we have the very overpopulated true crime category which I'm just gonna name names because I can't describe them all. There's way too many and I'm sure you can figure out what they're about by their names. So there's Bloody Murder, True Crime Island, Obscura, Dark Poutine, Unfound, The Trail Went Cold, True Crime Brewery, Last Podcast on the Left, Case File, Dark Topic, UK True Crime, True Crime Enthusiast, Strictly Homicide, Disgraceland, and Swindled. And that's just a pretty decent sized chunk of my true crime catalog, but I was trying to narrow it down a little bit. And If I missed any that you love, I would love recommendations because I'm always listening to new true crime podcasts. Now for the non-true crime podcasts. One of them is my own, Death Rattle. It's my horror podcast that we haven't done in a few months, mostly because I've been spastic and in and out of Alaska and just not very set up. But I had so much fun working on it and we're going to be bringing you new episodes in 2020. So if you like really long episodes listening to people ramble on about horror movies, you have that to look forward to. Another podcast I love is The Conspirators, which the genre bumps up against true crime, but also contains a lot of really interesting and usually dark stories from history. And the narrator is just one of my favorites. Another podcast I love that crosses over sometimes into true crime and into history is Behind the Bastards. It tells the stories behind some of the worst people in history. And it runs a pretty wide gamut as far as the level of bad 
of the person. It's got everybody from big bad like Hitler to Steven Seagal, who is, you know, comparatively less shitty, but still pretty shitty. It's such a funny podcast. I laugh out loud every time, and it's very informative, and it's incredibly well-researched. Usually every topic has often one to three parts on it, so you learn a lot about some really bad motherfuckers, and not in a cool way. Next up is You Must Remember This, which covers stories from Hollywood's golden age. And it's been a few years since my favorite series of hers, which was The Dead Blondes, but her narration and the stories make this a can't-miss show, no matter the topic. Next is Endless Thread, which tells stories from Reddit, from Redditors helping each other out abroad to Redditors that fell in love over the Reddit Secret Santa. It's just a really wide variety of topics, and they all arrive arise out of the massive forum that is Reddit. Another podcast is The Dream, which is a podcast I just started listening to recently, and it's all about MLMs and similar scams. It's bizarrely fascinating, and I'm sure you will have at least one friend that you think needs to give this a listen. I think we can all identify with that. Next is The Way I Heard It, which is a short-form podcast written and hosted by Mike Rowe. It's perfect for when you only have a little bit of free time but want to hear a good story. He tells stories about a wide variety of people, both famous and not, and the vignettes are always cleverly written so that he doesn't reveal who the story is about till the very end. Moms everywhere love it. The last podcast I'll mention is The Omnibus, hosted by Ken Jennings and John Roderick. These two guys have a fantastically witty rapport as they discuss a huge variety of topics, everything from Patty Boyd to Mike the Headless Chicken to one of my personal favorites, Prison Kulin Sin Aina Quisel, the catchiest song you've never heard of. And if you hear it, it will never leave your brain. And if you get frustrated at tangents, this podcast is not for you, as the two have incredibly meandering conversations, often barely touching on the actual subject an hour in. But it's a perfect road trip podcast. And that wraps up my podcast for 2019. Now on to books, which is probably tied for first place with movies as my favorite pop culture topic. I read over 110 books in 2019, but for the sake of brevity, I'll stick with books written that year. The first one is a major recommendation. It's called Cold Storage by David Kep. It was like an action movie in book form, written by the screenwriter for Jurassic Park, Death Becomes Her, and many, many other movies. He's one of the best-selling screenwriters of all time. And this book is about a rapidly multiplying organism on its way to taking over the world. And it was just a really fun, fast-paced read. I mean, if you like Michael Crichton, this is right up your alley. The next book is called Before She Knew Him, a mystery by Peter Swanson, one of my newer favorite mystery writers. Along with that is The Lost Man by Jane Harper. Jane Harper which is the third mystery from this Australian writer whose books I've been pretty much murdering every time she releases a new one. It's like dead within the day. I highly recommend both of them. Missing Person by Sarah Lotz is a book that will definitely appeal to us true crime nerds. 
It's about a bunch of denizens of an Unsolved Mysteries forum, similar to Web Sleuths, and their attempt to solve a crime. It's very addicting. I think I read it in a day. The next book is Come Find Me by Megan Miranda. Miranda is a mystery writer I've loved for a few years now, but this book was a bit different. It felt more like a young adult novel and it has supernatural elements, which is two things that are usually not my jam. But the emotional impact of the book could not be denied. Next is the book Little Darlings by Melanie Golding, which might just be my ultimate favorite for 2019. It's a psychological mystery mashed up with fairy tale elements, and if you do Audible, I highly recommend the audiobook because I just could not stop listening. Another movie that's, or another book that's like an action movie in book form is Elevator Pitch by Linwood Barclay. The story's kind of a silly concept. Someone is targeting elevators throughout the city, leading to death and dismemberment. And I know what you're thinking, that sounds super duper fun, and it was. The last two books I'll mention were both more mysteries because that seems to be my main genre. One is called The Stranger Diaries by Ellie Griffiths, Griffiths, and the other is called She Lies in Wait by Githa Lodge. I'm too lazy to describe the plots, but check them out. They're great, I promise. That will wrap up books for me. Now on to movies. Personally, I thought it was kind of a weak year for movies, but there were a few I really enjoyed. The number one 2019 movie was Joker, hands down. I know a lot of people probably agree with that. If you know me, you know that I don't like or watch comic book or superhero movies, but I gave this a shot and all I could say when it ended was, holy fuck, it was that good. It was just so fucking good, you guys. I can't even really describe it further than that. Just watch it. Next up is The Lighthouse by Robert Eggers who also directed The Witch, a historical horror masterpiece from 2016, also one of my all-time favorite horror movies. The Lighthouse is a fictionalized take on the well-known unsolved mystery of three lighthouse workers from the Scottish Isle of Flannan that went missing in 1900. The movie was yet another masterpiece with tour de force acting from Willem Dafoe and Robert I Sparkle in the Sun Pattinson it was gorgeous, surreal, and mesmerizing. I don't know. I'm actually going to rewatch it today, even though I just watched it yesterday. The last of my top three is Midsummer. Last year, Ari Aster's first movie also made the cut, and his follow-up did not disappoint. Mushrooms, eerily beautiful surroundings, and a Village of the Damned-style cult were truly a recipe for surreality, tension, and so much over analysis. If you haven't seen this yet, what the hell are you doing listening to my podcast? Turn it off and watch that movie. Those were the three that really stood out for me, but there were also several also-rans. One of these was Sweetheart, which is like Castaway, but with a young female lead and the addition of a sea monster. It was fantastic. Highly recommend that one as well. Another movie I really enjoyed is called Tone Deaf, starring Robert Patrick, AKA T2, as a crotchety burgeoning baby boomer serial killer trying to murder the quintessential millennial. And it was so much fun, you guys. I mean, it's obviously a horror comedy and not even really remotely horror at all, but perfectly cast. The humor was on point. 
And it was just the perfect movie for 2019. It really summed up the year. And that's pretty much it for the main top movies. There were others that didn't quite make the cut, like Booksmart and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And of course, there are some I still need to see, such as Parasite and The Irishman and many, many more. I want to hear from you. What were your favorite movies of the year? And you know, that brings us to our last category. I know this episode was short but sweet. And I was going to mention TV shows that I love, but then I remembered I don't really watch TV shows. And so yet again, for probably the third year running, my favorite TV show of the year was Stranger Things. That's probably the only show I watched a whole season of this year. But that does it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this little snippet of pop culture fun. I know I'm a huge fan and I don't usually get the chance to discuss it on this podcast, so it's fun to do so every so often. Hope you guys like this. Hope you got some good recommendations. And I'd love to hear from you on what your favorite pop culture for the year was. Until next time, good night.